Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. What up? Happy Monday. Another new About Last Night podcast for your week. Hope you guys had a great weekend. I had a killer weekend. My first time at the Tamp Improv. Shout out to all you Tamponians. All you tampons? What do you what do you call it? There was some weird uh but very affable Latino woman in the corner of my uh late night Saturday show that was like, "It's Tampon Papa." And I was like, "Oh my god. Tampon Papa is the new name of this city, and I love it. And it was a great time. Uh, kicked it with uh, some New Kids fans after the show last night. Went to a bar. Shout out to Jill and Kelly uh, for the uh, recommendation on the karaoke. I posted a video on my Instagram um, of uh, me singing Hold On by Wilson Phillips. And uh, guess what? That song fucking brings the house down. It's a, it's a fan favorite, and uh, there was a lot of other shit that happened during that song, so check out my Instagram, Adam Ray Comedy, for that. But thank you to everyone that came out. The shows were pretty much all sold out, and that was a blast. Eric Myers, shout out to him for uh, crushing it, uh, uh, featuring and, and law hosting, and uh, just a great time. Can't wait to come back, and uh, I'm recording this from Disney World, because uh, that's where I am for the next few days, baby. Uh, today's episode is, man, just one of those phenomenal, hilarious Interesting as fuck uh, and, and super fun episodes with Steve-O. You know him from Jackass. You know him from uh, and his YouTube channels, from MTV, from uh, from so many amazingly uh, dangerous and hilarious stunts. Um, he's got a new stand-up special that's going to be coming out soon, and we talk about that. We talk about prepping for the special. We talk about how he's come up with a new um, bucket list of things to do. Uh, that the special is going to be revolved around. Some of these things that he is doing are fucking mind-blowing. All of them are, actually. I don't know how he's surviving, but he is, and he's incredible, and, man, we laughed a lot on this episode. So uh, enjoy it, Steve-O, the one and only. Uh, follow him on all social media, at Steve-O. Follow me at Adam Ray Comedy, Brad at Brad Williams Comic, uh, at Alan Podcast on Instagram and Twitter, aboutlastnightpodcast.com for all uh, past and present episodes and ALN merch. A lot of ALN merch this weekend at the shows, which I signed, which was awesome. And uh, email us at aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com for a chance to... Uh, 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 get some some free merch sent your way, uh, and also comment on the iTunes page and uh, and and uh, and rate the podcast five stars on iTunes helps us climb the charts. Adam Ray merch official Adam Ray merch will be available in two weeks, and I cannot fucking wait. So make sure you are logged on. It's going to be shopadamray.com is where the uh, all the, the the stuff will be. Amazing shirts and hats and and hoodies, and I can't fucking wait. Um, and it'll be all ready when I go to Vegas uh, at the Tropicana Laugh Factory. The Tropicana in Las Vegas, August 27th through the 31st, is when you can come next see me. 
Uh, I have a bunch of LA shows uh, between now and uh, and the 27th. So come out and see me. Comedy Store, Laugh Factory, Improv. There's a big Adam Ray and Buddy show at the Comedy Store on August 21st uh, with Chris D'Elia and uh, and and many more hilarious folks. Uh, so make sure you get tickets to that. And again, come see me in Vegas at the Tropicana Laugh Factory, August 27th through the 31st. Brad Williams this weekend is at uh, Cap City Comedy Club in Austin, Texas, uh, Wednesday through Saturday. Go see Brad, Austin, Texas, Cap City Comedy Club, Wednesday through Saturday. Tickets at bradwilliamscomedy.com. So many great episodes coming up, so make sure you're subscribed and tell your friends, tell your family, hide your kids, hide your wife. And ladies and gentlemen, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with the one and only Steve-O. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. How much what, money? You is, how much money is it going to take you <laughs> to be like? I will never staple my scrotum again. I don't think I have to staple my balls anymore. <laughs> Not because uh, I'm, I'm unwilling, but because the, it's really at this point. Once this next special comes out, then uh, I think I've closed the book on ball stapling. <laughs> I but think you. Worry. I think you opened the book and closed it. I don't even think anyone else went near that book. Right, but dude, I, I, I'm like way deep in uh, the next special. You know, now I've got this. Form, oh yeah, I've got the format figured out. Yeah. So, oh, and and you let us see uh, yeah. this special that you're that it, it's not it's not available yet, but you're shopping around, and no doubt someone's gonna pick this thing yeah, up. It'll find a home. It's, the it's too mo- good and it's too clever. And it's inventive. It's I've, ne- I've never seen a special like that before. Right. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate that. And, uh, you know, like, just the way that it worked, man. I um, did the Jackass thing. Um, the, the last movie came out in 2010. I was already sober. I was avoiding bars and nightclubs like the plague, but had every reason to go to comedy clubs. And I was like, fuck, I got to be doing this. And so I dove in. And uh, when that third Jackass movie came out, I went out on my stand-up tour thinking, now I'm going to become a stand-up, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, it was a little bit of an uphill battle getting, you know, accepted Steve-O, the stand-up. Yeah. But I never, I never gave up. I didn't quit. Did that and, almost drive you harder, knowing that, like, you had to earn the respect of comics had been grinding for, for a minute, sh- looking to try to get the sort of recognition that you were just coming in with? Um. Yeah, I mean, I was I was motivated for sure, and yeah, I felt that it, it was entirely likely that what I was doing was riding the wave of Jackass for as long as I could possibly get away with it, and that that was going to fizzle out. And so my mentality was just to try to tour as much as possible and make as much money as possible while I still could. Yeah, yeah. And, and hey, I don't blame you for that, because if I put a fish hook through my cheek, I would want to make money off of that for the rest Fuck of my yeah. fucking life. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Well, well, well thanks, man. Um, and uh, In fact, I think there's still butthole firework money to be made. <laughs> sure. Don't close a book on that. Yeah. I think uh, I think that there's, there's that's that's for sure, man. I've got one coming up that I was thinking about doing fireworks with, but... Uh, 
Do you have any more orifices to fire fireworks out of? Dude, it's, it's, <laughs> dude, it's crazy. We'll, we'll, we'll get into it. Yeah. But um, the uh, the way that it worked, like I was trying to get other projects going while while I you know was was new in the stand up world. Right. And and I just couldn't fucking sell anything, man. Like all my TV show ideas, like just weren't working. And then finally, I got frustrated and I started a YouTube channel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I was like doing stand up comedy on the road and you know intermittently filming YouTube videos. And then yeah, like, before, before yeah, before it was profitable. Well, no, I came into YouTube in 2013. Like people okay, were so killing like, it, right? Then. Yeah, people were killing it then. But I never posted videos frequently enough for that to be really like significant income. Sure, that was just more to keep my sanity. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I kept charging with the standup. I did my first special for Showtime. Yep, and. Uh, it kind of came and went, and it didn't change my life the way I was looking for it to, and mm-hmm. and that hurt my fucking feelings because I felt like now I'm gonna have a Showtime comedy special, and everyone's gonna take me seriously as a stand-up. I'm gonna be established, and nothing really changed, <laughs> right. you know. And whatever, I didn't let it discourage me too much. I kept going, and I remember uh, putting together my new show. Like as soon as I taped that special, I started just trying out new material on the road. You know, like That's I would do like half do. old, yeah. half new. Yeah. And while I was doing the putting together the new stuff, I was like, fuck, you know, remember one night on stage, it might have been after like, you know, when it was a whole new show and I'm sitting there on stage and all of a sudden this light goes off in my head. I'm like, dude, all of the stories that I'm telling in this new act all fucking happened on camera. So I could potentially for my next special so that it actually will stand out I can tape the comedy special but edit into the stand up yeah. all of the footage of the stories that I'm actually telling so people are seeing the stories happen as they're hearing the stories being told yeah. and I fucking went nuts I went, and I went absolutely fucking crazy for this idea. Yeah, Dude, I don't, I've never seen it before. Yeah, and I, I, uh, like like I said, we got to see the preview and it, it, it it's so... Like they say, the- theater of the mind, you know, uh, allow people to fill in the blanks. But the fact that you have that footage, <laughs> oh yeah, and just not like a couple <laughs> shots of it, but like uh, some of these stories are like, yeah, oh, dude, you're- I'm, I'm, I'm just so stoked on it, and uh, and and so, and this was the biggest thing that helped me as a stand-up, ironically. Like, and I'm embarrassed to admit this, but it's just fucking true that for the whole first, I want to say five years of me mm-hmm. being a stand-up comic on the road I, w- I was unwilling to study footage of my shows I yeah. would tape them with the best intentions yeah but when I started watching them I was like oh like I just yeah. fucking couldn't do yeah, it man it that's was like, everybody was, everybody it's hard it's hard I, to watch yourself I could not fucking watch myself I hated it and, yeah. and it would like more than like whenever I would do that because I'd sit down you know and try and have like joke writers watch one with me and and uh, and it would just I would just fucking lose confidence in myself man I'd be watching it and it would yeah. just fucking I'd hate it and I would hate it yeah and, and then but the thing was that as soon as this struck me that I'm gonna edit footage into the stand-up all of a sudden I'm like okay fuck it dude now I gotta show people what like I, I have the vision but now I gotta show people so I started taping my shows and, and editing into the footage you know editing it all together yeah mm-hmm. and in doing Good that move. 
in doing that's that, that's what you showed me with shows from Tempe when you sure. were first doing that. Yeah, yeah, dude. And in doing that, man, there was no fucking way around it anymore. I could no longer hide from the footage of me doing stand up. And and what happened was, yeah, there was a lot of shit that I didn't like. There's a lot of shit I'm looking at, and I'm like, fuck, I hate the way I do this. I hate the way I do that. And mm-hmm. by 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 editing it footage into it, I was forced to watch it, and I just naturally addressed the shit that I fucking hated. Yeah, yeah, and tighten it up. Dude, and, and it, it improved. Yeah. Like my shit mm-hmm. improved. It was just like the classic, like, fucking head in the sand is what I had been. The fucking bird with his head in the sand. Yeah. yeah. Changing it, nothing. And then I started doing that. And, like, I actually, like... It, the, in this the, case, the car in the butthole. Yeah. Dude, totally. <laughs> and, and but you're I, right. You, were, you hadn't been... It's funny how like you have to. I don't think a lot of comics like to rewatch themselves or listen to themselves, but right. it's like it is necessary. It's so to critique necessary. what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's so dude. Like the improvement, I, I really saw improve. Now, like to try to watch my first comedy special, oh, I just had something that like you know where where I kind of had to like like pull pull a bit. Mm-hmm. Not, I just had to pull a bit from the first comedy special to show someone, and it was just so fucking cringy. Yeah, and like you know, and it's not the case. With, with this new one and that uh yeah it, it's i would tell you that 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 it never that it gets easier to watch yourself but man i i've i've had to edit now three specials and every time it's just like ugh. right <laughs> like, like i just like but, i can but, tell but, but that people like it I, right. I i i can tell that people like it. i could tell it's good but at the same time we watch it with su- with, with like a jeweler's loop just right. like seeing sure. every little move that we did wrong and things right. and things that we said wrong. But at the same time, at the same time, we address that shit when we do watch it. Yeah, and and shit improves. You can and see so you can see things like why did I leave the microphone stand there? That that right. ruined that joke. Why did I go over that uh, way? Why did I say it that way? For sure. How much did you um, add to certain stories that you even just like? Um, Once I started like cutting it in, and then I'm like, oh fuck! You remember dude, details? Well, I'm yeah. just curious. Like in the first telling of a story because you you do a brilliant job of like recounting every part that you feel like is necessary for the story but like I'm always curious if if in, it, if it, rewatching if, if if you go oh my god I forgot about that part of the stuff, of yeah. the stunt or the story just from watching the footage and then you get another maybe 2 minutes of of specificity and then more there's room for jokes. Cer- there's certainly certain things that that uh, I was actually telling stories wrong in, in some cases and then hmm. to look at the footage I was like, fuck, I didn't remember it that way, you know? Well, and, yeah, because uh, you were puking blood. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was a certain cases like that, but... but and, and the the stories that I told were all, like, pretty, like, obscure shit. I mean, it's generally, like, a, a journey through my criminal record, you know? <laughs> like, is really what it, what, it, what it amounts to. And, and it's like, I don't know... Um, well, it, I, I feel comfortable putting it, putting out these this old stuff with this old footage... Because even back when it all happened, it was relatively obscure for right. the most part. You know, like right. you would have to be such a diehard Stevo fan in order to to really know like all these stories I'm telling. And if that's the case, you're gonna enjoy it anyway. Yeah. But with that said, I didn't want it to all be like recycled old footage like down memory right. lane so I set about just re- like uh, recording new stuff to drop in so it's mm-hmm. like an old story and then something new and then like you know so that there's like uh, a bunch of new stuff as well and um, and so I'm just real happy with how it came out and then with, uh, with you know with having taped that I already knew exactly where I'm going next you know that's, see, whoa that, that's a good feeling oh dude I know Dan and I've got I just did my first hour I did mm-hmm. my first hour this past weekend in Irvine. 
No shit? Yeah, since they're, 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 they're the, since I taped uh, the special. Dang, how'd that feel? Dude, it felt fucking great. How, and, you've been writing for it for... Yeah, and the thing is, I'm sticking with the same format, but mm. there's no more memory lane, dude. It's 100% <laughs> new. Everything's yeah. new. And, like, and, I, and it just kind of happened organically. Like, the first spot that I did... Uh, the first spot I did after I taped the special, I think, was the comedy store. And I walked out and I go, so I'm in a fucked up situation. I'm Steve-O in my 40s. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like... Yeah. Is it time to go to Stephen-O? Or, like, <laughs> or wait, is that a... Stephen? Is that an Asian actor, I think, Stephen-O? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. But Sandro, see, it's that's like, what I'm thinking of. It's yeah. such a predicament, you know? It's such a predicament to be this fucking, like adolescent fucking you know idiot asshole fucking jackass dude who's now middle-aged yeah now it's like a real fucking thing and so like you know the way that and and the way it all kind of mapped out it's like i want to do a new special where it's all new stuff but there's just not that much shit left for me to do yeah Mm -hmm. which which brings me to the title of the the new tour and Mm -hmm. what the the special after this one will be which is steve-o the bucket list and it's like, whoa! I, I have a fucking list of ideas that are. How do you have a bucket? List? <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, and, this, and, and I'm saying this, yeah. very honestly, yeah, yeah. with all, all the sincerity. Dude, I, and I'll tell you every fucking idea on the list. I don't. Will give, you? Yeah. You What's bet. left to do? Well, I, wait. I want to guess first. Let's let's play a little game called <laughs> Guess Stevo's Bucket List. <laughs> I mean, okay, not to, to. By the way, you should let the you should let the audience. You should start some sort of like hashtag and training thing building I, up to yeah, it, where people get that, to pitch ideas. I, I family feud it, so. no, I mean, it, it, I, I could, mm-hmm. and I think it's gonna it's gonna ultimately be called Bucket List Part One. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, so you would get footage of oh, all these things, and then in well, a, yeah, I mean that's what I've been doing. I've been hard at. You've work. already been doing it. I'll do big time, man. I, I like that's how that's how the new act is. Is that I'm simultaneously filming the bucket list items as I develop the stand up material. You know, leading up to them and and mm-hmm. of them, right around them. Was it on stories. your bucket list to break thirty six light bulbs with your balls in Morocco? That was because uh, <laughs> I saw that video. Sure, that was nuts. That one wasn't as much of a bucket list item, but there was there was a, a production company I worked with to do a branded deal to promote Pepsi and and uh, and Papa John's Pizza for uh, Super Bowl of uh, you know the one before last, which okay. is where I met my girl. And oh, these nice. guys, whatever, this production company was great, and they wanted to do a show with me, and they said, what about we do, like, a Steve-O's World Records? And we set world records on every episode. And I was like, I want to set up the world record for the most light bulbs broken with balls. <laughs> and uh, so that was, like, a relatively What was idea. the old record? <laughs> <laughs> One? Right. Yeah, and you're, it did, did, like, you do a thing where... Guinness came to you and it's like, well, in order Guinness for me- doesn't give a fuck about me. I think Guinness, yeah. like, they really don't. Because, dude, there's no way that anybody else has barfed anywhere nearly as many times on national television as I have. I'm like borderline professional bulimic. At, at this you point, know? yeah. Yeah, like, I, I try to stop barfing. Like, I, I really gave it up, you know a long time ago but uh fuck i got a lot of barfs in you know <laughs> there's a lot of that there's a lot of things that's like, gonna be on your tombstone <laughs> fuck, fuck you got a lot of barfs in <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> right that, so, um, so what so okay, what's so an bucket, item on the, your bucket the, list the bucket list is like largely ideas that i've had fucking forever that yeah. just couldn't happen for a lot of you know various reasons mm-hmm. the first example that i give 
is uh and i don't want to like pour the whole bit out on, sure. onto the podcast but but uh skydiving is something that i ne- secretly i was afraid to do it i just don't like i'm still afraid to do it yeah and, and, and i'll tell you all about Unless brad how, does it with me that's the only way i'll, I'll do it. tell Boy. you all about how it works but but here's the thing is that like I, I i'm perfectly comfortable jumping off of like big old shit you know i jumped off the tower of london bridge yeah which is fucking tall and you did and, a backflip into yeah, four the, feet of water in san antonio right. sure like I, i'm i'm cool with off jump- a bridge <laughs> yeah I, i'm cool with jumping. you wouldn't even do that no, <laughs> and, and I'm four feet tall, so the math lines up perfectly, yeah. and I'm still not doing it. Right, like, I, I'm, like, I've spent my whole life jumping off shit, and so like, you know, I, I kind of look at things very analytically, like very yeah. you know, pragmatically, logistically, like I size it up, and there's just no, I just can't wrap my head around bungee jumping, or I fucking hate roller coasters. I Me just, too. I fucking hate roller coasters. Me too. Dude, I've, got, I've been to that. Do people know to, that about you? They, they, it's uh it's because it's a thrill experience thing so i think like people just assume anything crazy you love dude i I don't like you backflipped off the hollywood dam i know dude and And you and you can't go on a roller coaster that you are literally watching people exit safely i know i know and it makes no fucking sense that's that's why um is it a control thing like you feel like you're in control guess, when you do the backflip, but someone else built the roller coaster, so your life's in someone else's it's, hands. I don't. It's not anything that like logical. You don't I like lines. <laughs> what it is is that that that, in the truest sense, I am not an adrenaline junkie at all. I am nothing but an attention whore. And so I, that's why I do the stuff that I do. I do what it takes mm-hmm. to be shocking, to be outrageous, to get people's attention, to try to win them over somehow, to, to make up for the fucking neglect. <laughs> you know? wow. Whatever the deep-seated trauma is from my childhood, I, yeah. will, I will put myself in situations that I just don't like because it's that important to me to, to get attention. I mean, that's sort of like the, well, the nuts and bolts of it. But you yeah. have a full foolproof way of getting attention. <laughs> <laughs> I figured it out. No, figured it out. Wait, no, so, okay, so I was so, so afraid, bucket list. afraid of roller coasters, afraid of fucking bungee jumping, super afraid of skydiving. Will you ever do it? No. Oh, I already did. Now, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. God. Okay, but this is the thing. This is the thing. And this is how the uh, this is how I, I explained my way out of every single time that anybody ever asked me if I've been skydiving, do I want to go skydiving? And this is going back close to two decades. Sure. Close to two decades. And, Anytime anybody asks me about skydiving, I always said, fuck no, I'm not doing that. Everybody does that. Fucking grandmas do that, you mm. know? And then, and I almost reeled it off like a fucking script every time I said, you know, like grandmas do that. If I do, if I ever go skydiving, you know, the first time you got to have the, yeah, the, tandem, yeah, play it out. The, the tandem, the tandem skydiving strapped right. on your back. You're not allowed to just do it on your own the first right, time. Right. You got, you got a dude strapped on your back. So if I ever do it, I'm going to be butt fucking naked in the airplane, furiously fucking jacking mm-hmm. off, right? To like some kind of fucking porno or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And like at the point of no return. Or just a cloud that looks like tits. At the point of no return, like maybe right after the first fucking, after the first squirt. Yeah. So I'm going to time it so I fall out of the airplane while blowing a load. <laughs> <laughs> so I fucking. Please tell me that. So I fucking called, I called the idea of Skyjacking. Have you guys? Had- <laughs> Wait, I think Steven Seagal was in that movie. 
Wasn't he in that? Harrison oh, Ford was too. Yeah, so, yeah. so, dude, fucking, I got oh. the, the the special that you guys just just watched, right? Yeah. The one that I'm currently selling or, or attempting to sell. Um, like I, when I when I taped it, I'm in the theater mm-hmm. and like the, I, you know, I'm my plan. I'm coming through the crowd. I'm gonna dive on the stage and and I, I'm a, it's about to happen. Yep. I'm behind the bar at the back of the theater, right? About to make my grand entrance. And this kid spots me. He's like, he's like, yo, Steve-O. And I'm, and I'm like focused. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm like, not now, man. Not fucking now, dude. Yeah. And I'm ignoring the kid. And then he says, dude, you got to go skydiving, man. I'm a professional skydiver. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is too important. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, because I know what's coming next. It's like, I've already got it kind of mapped out. I know that this is, this needs to happen. So I go and talk to this kid, like, like at the worst possible timing, I'm talking to him on the other side of the bar, tell mm. him the whole idea. The kid looks at me, he goes, dude, you can totally come all over me. <laughs> <laughs> And never, never have you ever been so happy to hear a man say that to you. Do, do you guys ever hit pause? Like, yeah. at, okay, hit pause. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's madness. Oh, my God. Dude, this was... Oh, wait. Um, all right. Well, that was... Are we... <laughs> oh, my God. Are we allowed to describe what we just saw? Sure. Dude, uh, first yeah. of all, I didn't... Uh, yeah, I, so many questions because I was like... <laughs> I mean, there's a camera crew in there. There's dudes. The guys you're holding on to. Right. The guys, uh, the, the guy that's holding on to you. Your the wind. You're, putting you're, it together in the first place was one of the most like challenging fucking things. Especially because when I finally reached out to the guy and told him it's time, yeah, hug this tur- Turned yeah. out that the the fucking kid who said I could come all over him, uh, didn't have a got come fright. He, you know, <laughs> he was he was all about the come, but he. Yeah. <laughs> He didn't have a tandem license, so we had to start from scratch. Oh. So you did audition another... So you had to find some guy. We started calling skydive companies. And it's like, yeah, we got this. Steve-O wants to jack off in your plane. Every fucking company says no. (laughs) You know? We should have just cold called people and be like, hello, sir. My name's uh, Diane. Are you happy with your sprint service? And also, would you let uh, (laughs) television star Steve-O jerk off on you? Um, well, it wasn't about looking for the uh, instructor at yeah. this point. We were, we, oh. were, we were back to the drawing board. We were looking just at companies. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. We were like, you know, we want to do this. And so that just didn't work. And then I go on my social media and I'm like, yeah, I'm, hey, everybody, I'm looking for a tandem guy. Got to have a license. We get 72 of them. Wow. Then That's amazing. Then we tell them the idea. And like. And then you have zero. <laughs> They're like, oh, yeah, I'll take you sky down. No. Dude, we only lost 52. We had, we, we had 20 willing dudes. Wow. So we had to narrow it down to the most the you know most enthusiastic guy. That is, by the way, a you know how like The Bachelor will do like a recap episode <laughs> and bring back all the contestants? Uh, there needs to be an episode or something where you bring the other 20 guys and you interview them and like just like if there's a rose ceremony the for willing. The Bachelor, what the fuck do you do like for the this? The that were willing but didn't get the chance. <laughs> just Dude. throw a cup of jizz on him. And, uh, <laughs> thanks for will right. will you Dude. accept this cup of jizz? Yes, okay. Chuck from it on from beginning to end. And it was such a such an uh, an incredible thing, man. So so we narrowed it down to to this like we were looking for enthusiasm and geography, like mm. convenience. So this place in Northern California, one of the guys who responded, and he's so stoked, like sky dance skydiving in Davis, California, just out of Sacramento, holds the record for the most naked skydive jumps. The place is like a borderline fucking nudist colony. 
Is, Sorry, it's a resort. Y- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a never colonies are for lepers and ants. Sure, sure, sure. So it's it's a, it's a resort right. for naked people that Basically, it's a love to have their genitals right. get blown on by 500 mile an so hour we winds. Get, we get up there. The fucking dude cannot keep his pants on. The, the dude is just he is so itching to strip down to his tiger print speedo. Right. Wait, and you're like, hey, I'm supposed to be the one naked, not you. Well, I was like, that helps. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the- I took four dick pills. Yeah. And uh, and and I and I, I bought a, a porno. I'm thinking that this is going to be so easy because I haven't jacked off to porno in like forever. You know, mm-hmm. like as part of my like sex addict shit. You know, I, I want to have a healthy relationship. Porno is not good for that. Yeah. So here I'm gonna. So you really wanted to like come in with right, a, this, this a, is a my full brood. load. Oh, dude, I didn't jack off before. I didn't have sex for four days. What was that like? I, well, I mean, I, in, in, in the past, I've gone way longer than that. Oh, okay. But, yeah. but I think four days is, that's, after that, I think you don't, like, your body starts to, to deal. You're not going to have more than four right. days is as much you're going to build. Yeah, up. exactly. Right. I think start, that's as big as yeah. the load is ever going to get, gotcha. which is why I went four days. Wow. So, so uh I'm thinking it's going to be so easy to jack off because, you know, I haven't watched porn in so long. This is like a batch of strange coming my way, and I'm thinking it's just going to be so easy. But we get in the airplane. I'm strapped on the dude. He's he's fucking pulling the straps tight. I just feel his dick and balls just cramming right in my ass crack. Yeah, so what do you need the porn for? There's, <laughs> there's nine dudes in the plane. They're, oh all, they're all pointing fucking cameras at me. Oh, my God. You know, like, and on top of that... Yeah. I had to fucking thread a needle like like I, I had to time the load right within a window of two minutes because if I oh shit if we fall out of this airplane before the two minute window or after the two minute window then we miss the drop zone so oh. the timing had to be like with and the there's a green light on in the plane for for uh, telling you when to go well the, the the lights on for the two minutes that it's okay to jump. And so I'm like, okay, fucking tell me like a minute before the two minute window starts. Like I'm giving myself three minutes. And so I'm like, okay. And I got Preston Lacey's my fluffer, like the, the, big, the big fat dude. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, so he's squeezing the lotion onto my hand. And uh, you know they're like, okay, T minus three. And so we start the I start the porno, which I had queued up right. to this epic blowjob, which I thought was gonna right, just, just work. Yeah, me. yeah. So I hit play, and it's just not fucking working, dude. I'm like. Mm-hmm. Fuck, you know. You didn't I, have I any other. I, I had to have burned through a minute on that blowjob, and it wasn't. It just wasn't working. So I start. I hit fucking visual fast forward. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just. But you're at least you're staying hard at this point. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty wow. Much. So, so with so the I, wind and everything. Right, it's cold up there too, man. Like fifteen thousand feet is cold as fuck. Jesus. So so like. So I hit visual fast forward. Now I'm jacking off to a fucking blowjob in high speed. (laughs) (laughs) And that doesn't help at all. So then I'm like, fuck, I'm losing all my time. And I got to take a gamble. And I'm fucking okay. Fuck it. I roll the dice. I hit skip track. Mm-hmm. Now I'm fucking looking at the whole screen is this woman's asshole with a huge fucking butt plug up in there. <laughs> and like, you know, dude, I've shoved a lot of things up my butt, but that looks painful, dude. Now I'm losing my boner. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm losing. I don't have time. I'm losing my boner. Yeah. This is when I'm frantically screaming, love, love. Yeah. Which you is know, a great and I'm shot. skip track, skip track, skip track, you know, and the, the time's just dwindling away and I'm almost yeah. feeling like I'm just going to, I'm going to not pull it off. And then I hit skip track the one time and I see this big dick come out of the, the woman's ass. And and in one fluid motion, it comes out of her ass and he hoists it up in the air over her head and down into her mouth. And like just the pure joy on this woman's face. <laughs> <laughs> 
that connected with me, man. Wow. Right? And that, and now you and hit dude, your sweet and then, spot. And then all of a sudden, I'm like fucking Doc Brown at the end of Back to the Future Part One. <laughs> it's all like, Modi, I'm gonna come at fifteen thousand feet. Dude, <laughs> I'm fucking pulling it together, dude. Great right, Scott. If you right, said Great Scott when you came and fell out of the dude, plane, right as the lightning struck, dude, I pulled it all together. <laughs> that is yeah. madness. And as far as a bit looking exactly the way that I pictured it. Like that's the, you know, as far as like the lengths that it took to make it happen, like just how many, like how much was involved, how, how long it was planned for, how yeah. long, you know, long it, and like it just, it just, with, we had a slow motion camera mounted to the fucking airplane and I cummed right in, right into it. <laughs> my, my load caught the wind and it was splattered into a slow-mo camera. Also, what you just showed <laughs> us, I mean, that is all so incredible, but to seeing like it was imperative for me to still see load being shot as you were falling. Yeah. And you do. <laughs> right? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. I mean... The first squirt is on the way out, mm -hmm. and uh, the rest I cranked out in free fall. <laughs> Even if I hadn't, just seeing you still tugging at it as you're falling, to me is almost like the pat your head, rub your stomach at the same time thing. <laughs> I don't know how you focus on both. Because if I'm falling, I'm just so like, I want all my wits about me. I don't want to do anything yeah. to throw off the trajectory. Right. Or, or the balance, but like. Right. I mean. Do they even say that when you even bring this up? Are you like, you're like, is, is Jurgenoff going to like somehow pull us out of a air pocket? Or I don't know. Is there no. some science to. Yeah. There wasn't like a. They're like, it's much safer if a girl was, plays with her clit than a guy right. tugging, tugging <laughs> his dick. Right. Because when, the motion is less stressful for the air. Well, right. Free falling, you, you you generate so much speed, you're going so fast. It's like, is is the wind going to rip my dick off? <laughs> you, know, like that, <laughs> you know, but that even that well, wasn't a big and, thing. And there was, I, I, God, I, I can't remember who was in it, but there was some sort of uh, like, 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 like a porn that was shot it, while skydiving and like the guy lost the, the guy lost his pilot license and like a oh. lot a lot of people they were saying that, that, that at this place they they did uh uh free falling 69 and they found that wow so yeah, dude second it, know, so this like, is the so this is the spot this is, the spot. <laughs> this is like again, let me say this again sky dance skydiving <laughs> and, and um my uh tandem guy was his name was doggo and I got, I cummed on him. I'm pretty sure I cummed on him. How many times do you think he's told that story since? At, uh, at family dinners, every day. Oh, at yeah. karaoke nights. Oh, dude, they were they're, they're, those people were fantastic. If he's a comic, he's going up to that credit. You know what I'm saying? Right. But, <laughs> <laughs> You've seen him in clubs and colleges, <laughs> and at the end of Steve-O's right. dick, and ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> that's wow, got, dude. wow to have it to have a niche. Like yeah. that, like we're ever we're the skydiving. I, I don't think place. that's ever. I mean, Not I can't. That. Oh, there's no. There, yeah, I, I'm the world record for a skyjacker. <laughs> pretty sure. How does? I mean, and all kidding aside, that's to think that you oh. are the only one to do something like that. That yeah. is, it's not just like a. I'm the. I took the. Uh, you know the. Held my breath for the longest underwater, which would also right. be impressive, but bad example. Mm -hmm. But like, I don't know, the, the I ate the most uh, fruit by the foots in 15 yeah, minutes. Like I, something. I barfed the most on national television. <laughs> like, and then the, like, because the point, like that's, there. there's probably such a high percentage of people that won't even skydive. Yeah. Right. There's Let also alone. there's also a lot of people that will, and it's not that really? bad. It's really not that bad. The initial fall out of the plane, yeah, it feels like the roller coaster, that feeling that we hate. Yeah. But in short order, like, you can see, I think that that uh, to promote the the Mission Impossible movie, Tom Cruise just took James Corden skydiving. Yeah. I saw that. 
And so, like, you can see, and this put me yeah, at ease. Yeah, I guess ease. if Corden did it, I should do it. This put me at ease, like, big time, because they make you uh, watch footage, like, um, they, they've got, like, they cover their legal bases pretty extensively. And they, sure. they try to, like, share, like, you know, by, you know, in exchange for the thrill of skydiving, you are giving up the right to your life and this and that. Yeah. But they show you a video that you have to watch, and you see people, like, initially be terrified, and then, like, James Corden, like, all of a sudden, it's not like you're free-falling anymore. It's like you're in the fucking indoor skydiving tube. Yeah, you're you know? just floating. Yeah. All of a sudden, it's like you're, you're on, like, some kind of an air mattress, you know? Wow. Like, it's not bad at all, dude. Like, the, the, initial, the, the initial exit of the plane, yeah, but within... Within like two or three seconds, all of a sudden, yeah. and you can see James Corden all smiling. And yeah, he's happy. yeah, yeah. Without and then, without blowing the load, like uh, it's not. <laughs> and then you're only free falling for about ten seconds anyway. No. Do you fall faster when you blow the load? Is it almost like <laughs> is it like Grandpa Joe and Charlie when they burped and, and went higher? <laughs> and Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> you know um, what I'm saying? <laughs> we free fell for a minute. I think, oh, oh uh, for a minute. A, a full minute. That's so 15, long. Fifteen thousand feet. Yeah. Right, but but again, it's like whatever, dude. The, like the, what do you mean, whatever? Like whatever in maybe, your head of like, 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 like again, like I refer to the footage of James Corden, like who going from so scared to all of a sudden like just happy and smiling and not in any terror whatsoever as you watch him free fall. Well, I mean, I asked what's on your bucket list, right. <laughs> and I got that as <laughs> right. the first thing. That's the first thing, and that's how I start off. Uh, that's how you start. <laughs> That's not even your closer. Well, the, it's called the money shot for a reason. Right, right, right. I don't want to. I don't want to shoot the wad in the first five minutes. So when I, I start, I start the act with an example of the bucket list, and then, mm-hmm. and then, um, I, I just I end off with you know. So the the kid said you can come all over me. Yeah. I got his number. <laughs> I got, Dude. So I got his number, yeah. and uh, I kind of leave that there. I got his number, and then sure enough, ran through the crowd, did the show. At the end of the show, I got on my knee and I proposed to my girl. Oh, wow. So this is like, this is sort of like the, I'm setting the theme for the bucket list, you know, yeah. for the, the, the whole show. Yeah. The theme is that I'm in my 40s, and I'm going like for like high-level shit, because mm-hmm. that's all that's left, you know? Like, either at this point, I, I, I fucking quit or shit has to get so fucked up, you know? Because all that's wow. left is the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. The only thing left for me is the bottom of the barrel, the bucket list. Oh, and everything is so fucking high level that I've actually had the ideas for, in some cases, decades. And it's just too high level to go after. And now I'm pulling out all the stops. And I'm doing it while I'm engaged. Yeah. So, like, every item on the bucket list invariably because they're all so high level every bit like is somehow like like significant has like a significant like uh well well well, because there's a tie-in to my relationship in every case like particularly skyjacking like yeah because now you're skyjacking for two Right, and, and, and my, girl, my girl was not fucking super stoked about me no. being rock hard. Because I, I would tell her, like, before, she's like, oh, you know, you're showing, you're showing the, your dick to the whole world. You yeah. know? She's like, that's my dick, and you're showing it to the world. Whoa, and, I get and, that. And when we first started dating, I was like, yeah, but babe, I'm not, like, hard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm and not now. Hard. And now I'm fucking hard, and I'm blowing a load. Yeah. You know, and so she had a tough time with that, and the only thing that really helped was... Um, it was like, okay, babe, you know, like, 
let's call it my bachelor party. <laughs> yeah, this is my one. Dude's oh my God. Dude's what out a there great bachelor. move, dude. Right? And dude, that actually did the trick. Yeah. That, that did the trick. I yeah. said, it's my bachelor, because did bachelor party, it's like kind of your free, your free pass. Yeah, that's stress for the girl, kind, I think, right? To be kind of wild for one last night. Right. And wow. I'm like, and I got to do it before my vows, which sets it up to be really dope for the closer. Yeah. To be like, what it's a my big bachelor. Because I got engaged at the end of the last one, so maybe I get married at the end of the next one. Yeah. Who knows? And then that sets this up to be the closer. But like, I, um, so from there, I don't know if I'll keep it in at the moment for now, the first uh, real bit. And, and I, I do each bit, I tell the story and then screen the footage of the bit. Yeah, that's the format for now on the on tour. Okay, mm -hmm. and I, this wasn't the case before. No, before I just edited the footage in after the fact. Right like, now, I'm 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 screening. I think I dig that. Yeah, it's yeah. All, it, just kind of it, telling it, it all and then letting yeah. you see it. So there's like legal fucking waivers on the walls. At right. The club, right. You know? uh, yeah. You're right. about to see a man right. jizz. Right. Like you're <laughs> be gonna, aware. There's fucking porno. <laughs> you're gonna see shit coming out of my asshole. Are there new people coming to Steve O shows though that don't have any sort of? Uh, I don't know. I just think America is such a stupid litigious fucking culture. Yeah. That like it's almost inevitable <laughs> that someone's gonna be like, yo, I thought I was going to a fucking comedy show. I didn't know I was gonna see your fucking dick blowing yeah. a load. <laughs> 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 you know? Oh like, my God! Uh, who, yeah. know, who knows? Now, yeah. now, w w when you come up with stunts now, like you said, like like you kind of alluded to, you're an engaged man now. First of all, Mazel Tov! Congrats! Uh, congrats. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. You, congrats yeah. to you, man. Yeah. You're, you actually, uh, I did it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm done. You closed. The <laughs> I'm closed. <it. laughs> Put the dick away. <laughs> it's, it's, it, it, it's in bed. It's rad, though, man. Yeah. And, and, how, and how? What a treat to be like. To, to be sort of in a relationship in integrity and mm -hmm. like and and then the Me Too movement happens, <laughs> you know? dude. Right. I've 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 said this like I, we we are Steve-O, You and I are are guys that walked away from the from the craps table <laughs> right before the seven got rolled. Like that's literally us. Where we're like, I don't know what you know what means. that means? You crap out. That means it's uh, done. Okay. That means you lose all your money. Oh, okay, right, right, so right. So right. we, so so we literally just were like, ah, you know what, guys, I think I'm good, and then we walked away, and then right. oh, everybody lost. We're, we're, yeah. we're the guys who pulled our money out of the stock market in 2007. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Right, I we mean, did it. Like, uh, but then again, it's almost not a, a good analogy or metaphor because well, because you're because you're accountable for your whole life leading up to now. At this absolutely, point, so. and, and, and we're not trying to make light of victims right, or anything right, like right. that. Of course not. But we're 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 just saying that now we don't have to date in this right in, right. in this brave new world and yeah, uh, i don't even know that there is an, an, an analogy there or a reference but ah we're just doing it for jokes obviously understood and i'm not trying to be careful i'm trying sure. to be like really like yeah, uh, trying to be respectful make, trying to but trying to just actually make sense i think at any point in time because mm. dude like how much uh, how much time got wasted how much fucking effort, you know it's just such a when you're constantly trying to fucking get laid yeah. and chase all your fucking you know all your angles and you're and it's like you're the, taking away time from things that, and, right, that really and, need your attention and then there's the inevitable what did I put my fucking dick in like what's gonna happen you're checking <laughs> which your dick. should be a game show you host <laughs> what did I put my dick in <laughs> show me peanut butter <laughs> it's a show 
show <laughs> me a horse's ass. Oh my right, god! Well, we I have mean, to reach out. To, just, we have I'm, to reach out to Tom Bergeron first. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I'm, I'm just so, I'm just so grateful. I'm just so grateful for it. But the, but the first bit that I go into the right screen, and it's a tough bit to start on, is um, uh, I, I say it like how you know I proposed to my girl, and the reason why I knew I wanted to put a ring on it, it occurred to me as I scratched an item off my bucket list, which I can't believe took so long to happen. Almost 20 years of my jackass buddies and I doing all this stuff, and nobody ever took a shit on a fan. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I love I love how you say it as casually like a forty year old waking up going, wait, I haven't been to Disneyland. <laughs> like right. that's what that's how you just said. Oh yeah, I, we we should right. take a shit on a fan, right? And not like not a person who appreciates our art. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. the thing with the blades. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> The, yeah, this isn't and, a German Scheiser video. And a lot of people have trouble watching shit, particularly when it's actively coming out of your ass. I'm one of them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, Two rolls, one cup is not in my Netflix queue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. But uh, but yeah, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm starting off with them. Because the thing is that I had like all these people in my front yard. I didn't take a shit for three days. I fucking, I consumed more laxatives than can possibly be safe. What's I, the maximum that uh, the human body can take? Well, I mean, I don't know. I just kept going. I think uh, <laughs> like I, I did the powders, the liquids. Like I fucking did way too much of it. And uh, I'm thinking that all this poop's gonna fall out of me like a bucket of soup onto the fan, which is huge. Oh God, that's a, such a fucking image. <laughs> a huge industrial fan pointed straight up, and I'm thinking it's gonna it's gonna come right back at me. I'm gonna bend over. It's gonna yeah. get all over my face. It's gonna be gross and funny, right? <laughs> and so, like, I got I got the crew in the fuck. I got the crew in the front yard at my house, like covering this. Mm-hmm. And like I warmed up peeing on the fan, which was how I pictured it. Yeah, and totally. The the pee just came right up. It was hilarious. <laughs> well, sure, because when you're doing the other one, the dick's like, well, I know what I do here. Right. Yeah. So so then I poop on. It. I got this big dangler, right? This big dangler comes out, and then when it drops, not only does it not come back up to me, it goes. Doom, boop. <laughs> goes flying fucking sideways across the yard and I got all these people standing around <laughs> you know and they're all everyone's fucking running for their lives what'd, what'd you sell they're, tickets dude they're barfing while they're running no oh yeah everyone's running for the for the hills while they're barfing oh hey, my everyone God. except for my girl <laughs> and that's how you knew she, she was stood, the one. She just stood there, <laughs> yeah. fucking held that camera steady. She's wearing a fucking miniskirt and at one point she actually says Ah, oh, do I have shit in my vagina? <laughs> <laughs> and and you're like, like that's my that's, wife. That's, <laughs> please tell, me, please tell me somebody makes this tells this story at your wedding. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's on camera. Yeah. That's amazing. It's on camera. I, I fucking I screen it at the show. You hear her say, she goes, "Ah, oh, shit, do I have shit in my vagina?" <laughs> <laughs> And, and, and she's once, so fucking at, cool man dude yeah. after that one dangler then all of a sudden it's like the floodgates up and just, <laughs> just boom, 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 you know, boom, 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 and she's going oh god oh shit oh fuck oh god <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and she's just standing there she's just standing there filming it she's awesome dude hey I mean somebody call I've, Spielberg I mean like I've read it in a thousand Hallmark cards if a woman can watch you literally shit into a fan that's the right. woman you spend your rest of your life that's right. with. Dude, that's incredible. <laughs> hey, hey, how, 
this blind support from her, how much does that truly mean for what you're doing? Well, dude, now I'm going into a really fucking dark one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> now? Now I'm going into a really dark one, like mm. scheduled for the end of this month. Oh yeah, and 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 I got I got I got my fucking crew, my girl, my my dude Scott Randolph, like getting cold feet, being like, Yo. "Are you allowed to say what it is?" Yeah, I don't give a fuck. It's okay. the General Anesthesia Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> the Anesthesia Olympics. <laughs> yeah. So what are you trying to be knocked out Wait. for the longest amount of time? No, 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 no. I'm no, trying to. Dude. I'm trying to perform Olympic sports with General Anesthesia drugs in my veins. Like, uh, so you're gonna. Get so, to the point of going under. Well, initially, the idea was uh, back in the Wild Boys days, the tranquilizer dart foot race. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right? this is a weird, the weirdest Mad Libs ever. Yeah, the uh, tranquilizer dart foot race, and like, so it's like on your mark, set, go, and they shoot the darts into our butt cheeks. We start sprinting, you know, and whoever gets the farthest for distance wins, you know. But the thing is that the uh, and I, and I love the idea because like for all the trophy hunter fuck faces, yeah, you know, who kill the animal, they get their douchey photo, right? If they would just, you can buy a tranquilizer dart gun. Mm-hmm. If, they, if they would just do that, shoot the fucking animal with a dart, take your douchey photo, and then let yeah. the thing wake up and live, right? Cool. So I really wanted to do it with the tranquilizer dart to to further that message, mm-hmm. you know, to that to put that out there, like trophy hunter fuck faces use tranquilizer darts, and yeah. we've got this great bit, yeah, you know. And so I really extra believe in that. And uh, but the thing is that the, the for these animals, it takes twenty to thirty minutes to take effect. Oh wow! So like, we, I'm not trying to run a marathon. No, you know, it's like we don't have time to watch this happen slowly. So it's got to be. And the thing is, even even if you change the drug and you put like a different kind of drug in the dart, mm-hmm. still it's going to be an intramuscular injection. What does that mean? You know, you can't shoot. You can't, you're not going to ever shoot a dart out of a gun and and perfectly get a vein and oh, inject I see, into the I vein. See. Okay. Intramuscular means like you put it in the muscle, like right. they shoot it into your arm or your butt cheek. Yeah. Whereas like an IV goes into your in your vein and it's intravenous. There. Yeah, so yeah. it's got to be intravenous, and once so, so it's like okay, it's no longer going to be a dart. Now it's going to be an IV, mm-hmm. and the drug needs to be like general anesthesia drug. So I pictured, and I went on the. I mean, you probably saw on my Instagram if yeah. you follow me. Like, yeah, I'm looking for a fucking anesthesiologist for a stunt. And so we start talking to anesthesiologists, and it's like okay, um, here's what I want to do. I want to ha- I want to have a fucking IV in my arm. I want to be on a bicycle. You put the fucking drug in, mm-hmm. like that's gonna completely oh, so you, knock me. You out. started the stunt or the sport? Well, well so, so so like I'll be I'll be awake. The IVs and then they plunge in the. We figured it out. We talked to enough of these people that we, yeah. we figured how out how much you can do. Twenty milligrams of etomidate will like knock me the fuck out to where they have to like likely have to. It's called intubate me and breathe for me. Like, uh, dude, and like, so like I put a tube down your throat, right? Right, but but we've 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 really researched, we've developed the idea pretty well. Like, we're at a point where Dr. Drew's cool with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, right. to be honest, that now matters a lot, me. though, right? And so, so, like, you know, it's like, okay, when they plunge, they, they, when they plunge the drug, what about Dr. Phil, <laughs> when they when they plunge the drug into the IV, yeah, then. 
Uh, that'll give me roughly 10 seconds. Yeah. Maybe 15, but probably 10 seconds until I'm completely out to, to fucking pedal the bicycle as fast <laughs> as possible. Right. And I'm oh, not, that's going to be so dude, fucking funny. <laughs> I, I'm, okay, not, okay. I'm not trying, I'm not trying to, to uh, like have to pedal too much. I want to be uh, on like on grass on an incline yeah. so that like I'm going downhill. Yeah. So I just fucking, I'm just, so asleep, I'm, fall off the bike and just. Oh, dude, asleep, <laughs> asleep just fucking. 100% unconscious fucking trying like, to stay awake though right you're gonna oh, be yeah. battling it yeah. oh yeah oh but I mean there, there's no battle <laughs> Adam have you had surgery where you've been knocked out yes yeah it, it, w w whenever they would do it to me where they would just say countdown alright countdown from 10 and I would get to nah. <laughs> and then wake up out yeah right so yeah. like you're but okay, yeah. so, so here's the thing now i went to i went to visit knoxville because i'm so fucking excited about something this. this idea is so top notch mm -hmm. that i just didn't do it like i've got a jackass dude in every bit you know that. like Perfect. the vasectomy party i have pontius dressed up as the nurse All you right. know well, sure. coming back to that <laughs> <laughs> yeah like uh I've got. Uh, I think I rented vasectomy party. Yeah, <laughs> on VHS. <laughs> right. Never, uh, so. Uh, wait. Okay. So, vasectomy party. The first cut. Sorry. Yeah, I, 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 I had to do it. Had to do it. Had to do it. Whoa. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Dave England's in the fan because he's like the Michelangelo of shit. Yeah. He's the shit guy. Uh, and uh, okay, so so how many? So, so I go to Knoxville and I'm like, dude, like, you're like on a bike, general <laughs> anesthesia. You know, I'm like, it's pretty high level. We're probably gonna have to shoot it in Mexico. Looking like we're gonna need to get the drugs off the dark web, and someone's mm. medical license is gonna be in jeopardy. <laughs> <laughs> go. <laughs> is that all? <laughs> Knoxville says. Uh, he says, he says, I like it. You know, he says, I think that that's going to be all you, not because I'm afraid or there's just like giving Johnny Knoxville a bunch of drugs isn't mm -hmm. very novel. <laughs> you know? Right, right, right. Nothing like, uh, I, I disagree. I think it's great. But, um, and I think it's particular, it's almost Clash of the Titans because like my drug history and his drug history leaves yeah. us both like, you know, like and, uh, and, top ranked and, fighters. <laughs> <laughs> Are you worried at all that like, uh, that like you're on a hill and you because uh, when you fall yeah, you're it unconscious much, it won't be too much of a hill I don't have a neck brace to make sure that okay like, I, you know, I was gonna yeah. ask about that I, I'm gonna I'm gonna cover the bases yeah you're gonna have like a Hans device that the NASCAR yeah. drivers wear essentially yeah, oh, yeah I like that yeah okay <laughs> yeah. just want to make sure uh -huh, for sure so um so Noxo tells me and bless his heart bless his heart as soon as I told him first I went to Dr. Drew mm -hmm. and he says uh, by the time we got done talking he says he says I gotta admit that's fucking good <laughs> and he right. said and he also said so says, he didn't try to talk you out of he it he didn't try to talk me out of it all. he says he says that's fucking good and he also said um he says, I, like you've, you've you've done your research, like you've thought this through, like you know, I, th I think you're gonna be fine. I'm not glad you're doing it, you know, but like, but I, gotta I, say I, that I, though. I, I believe, you know, he says, like, you know, please let me know once you've done it and you're safe, but but I think you're gonna be fine. Knoxville didn't try to talk me out of it. It wasn't like uh, phased at all. He's like, yeah, it's good, but those are a lot of lengths to go to for a moment. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, like that might or might not work. Who knows how the bicycle thing goes? Right. He says, why don't why instead of, instead of going straight for the twenty milligrams, which is an induction do dosage, induction meaning induced into yeah. full per, you know paralysis, or whatever. Mm -hmm. He says, why don't you start off with like five milligrams and juggle some hammers? <laughs> you know, like, you know, like not a bad idea. So so I'm like I'm like yeah, dude, bless your heart, Knox. You're so right. And uh, and when we found the person mm -hmm. who who uh, will administer it 
the person who's going to make it all go down yeah. so fucking stoked to never reveal what country that person is from. Sure. <laughs> well, like, well, we can yeah. say it. It's a doctor from the Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's an alien. That's, yeah. gonna come down. <laughs> it's an actual extraterrestrial. Hi, Steve-O. Yeah. I'm Dr. Nick. <laughs> <laughs> an extraterrestrial is going to abduct me and take me out of yeah. the galaxy. <laughs> yeah. Because, because, oh, wow. I mean, are you even allowed to say if you're doing it in this country? I'm not saying shit yeah. about, okay. about that. Okay, okay. But I will say that, uh, that we, we got Got it right, the drug. Good. Like everybody's on the same page because particularly like the, the most commonly used drug for for surgery is called propofol, which everybody knows. That's the, the Michael the, Jackson the drug. The Michael Jackson drug. But he was using it to sleep. <laughs> Correct. Not for anesthesiology, not for surgery, to sleep. Correct. And 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 uh, a, a less than induction dosage of propofol <clears throat> mm-hmm. brings about a state that's referred to as twilight where mm. you're not unconscious you're just heavily buzzed and this and dreaming of Robert, Robert Pattinson oh yeah. dude and and, 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 and I didn't understand because I've had like I have an esophageal condition and uh, and I've had plenty of surgeries so like with the, with the endoscopies and the surgeries I've, I've had mm-hmm. like plenty of general anesthesia Mm-hmm. And and um, and it's, I'm pretty sure always been propofol. The first time after I got sober that I had an endoscopy and they used propofol, I came to in tears. I was sobbing and they were like, "What's wrong?" And I and I was crying. I, I said, "Feeling like this ruined my life." Oh shit! Because <laughs> it felt so fucking good, and I, I just oh. like I, I, I was and I, I wasn't even knew what was going on. I was just crying because I felt like I had relapsed. You know, I was on drugs. I loved it so much. I loved the feeling. Oh my god! And, and 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 when when I put it on my social media to say like uh, anesthesiologists. And we we had like five back to back conference calls the next day to really look into it, you know, like describing it to these people as a hypothetical thing. Yeah, that right. I want to oh, like. People were reaching out like, "What's going on?" Right, and and so we were like, you know, I was like, "Hey guys, this is just consider this. We're trying to do legitimate research yeah. for a fictional stand up comedy routine." Right, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> wink, wink, wink. And, uh, and and so we we so we got everybody comfortable talking about it, and it turns out that uh, among anesthesiologists. Um, like the the level of abuse of the drug propofol is so high. Like these guys can get their hands on it, and like an alarming percentage of them do. Like wow. recreationally, just give themselves propofol. Like it is like like that epidemic scale in the in the profession of anesthesiologists. It is like epidemic proportions. They are abusing propofol. Just like Michael Jackson. For, for people who are in the hospitals. No, no, no. 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 Oh, for themselves. The doctors they're, are. They're addicted to it themselves. There is a substance of abuse. The anesthesiologists are treating themselves to propofol like way more than you could even. Oh, but maybe not to the level I don't know. I don't MJ's know what, doing. I don't know what percentage and <laughs> yeah. I don't know like, you know, or anything, but this just came up in conversations with the anesthesiologists. Holy now, shit. To, to the point where it's like, oh, wow, like, fuck, that's scary. I, I'm like, I don't want to lose my sobriety. Yeah. I don't want to, like, even when like when I go get the hardware out of my ankle, Don don't want fucking propofol. I don't ever want that shit ever again. Yeah. And um and Dr. Drew was talking about a drug called Versed, which um I know that when I was throwing my temper tantrum in the psych ward and then mm-hmm. they, they put the needle in my butt cheek and I took a nap, that, that was, was Versed. Okay. But that's like like uh what do you call them? Um uh, benzos like Valium oh, right. Valium like ketamine shit like all that right, mixed right. up like shit that's just I don't want any part of so the drug to use is called Etomidate 
it's it's the best drug for so many reasons. Number one being that uh, it's most fast acting. Like mm-hmm. uh, you're, it, it takes effect the fact fastest and it wears off the fastest. Okay. It's also not pleasant whatsoever. Like the, these doctors, they they they're, they refer to it as vomitate because it's so unpleasant that oh, wow. it makes you barf. So which you're not going to be hurt my cause at all. Yeah, but also and, you're not going to get addicted to that. Correct, correct. Right. It's not going to be a threat to my to my sobriety. Now, what works quicker and more effectively, etomidine uh, or etomidate? Etomidate, or you said it's fast acting. Is it more fast acting than fast acting tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, etomidate. And so, who well, told, who's the one person that that that. Uh, um, friend or family member that that got in the that spoke up that was like I don't know about this one and how much you're uh, be my putting... family doesn't know about this one. Gotcha. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't. Your dad is right behind that door. Come no, on out, <laughs> come on out, Mister O. Yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't want to terrorize my family. Yeah. with uh, let them see the finished product. I, I made the mistake of telling them about the opening sequence for the gnarly comedy special yep. before taping it. Yep. Before taping it. And <laughs> I can unbelievable. Yeah, I can say I don't want to spoil it for people, but yeah. another thing you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Never for a special uh, or anything. And I fucked up by telling my dad what the opening sequence for the bucket list is. Uh, oh, really? What, you yeah. show him the video? Well, no, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't, I haven't uh, taped that yet, but that's like I have a billboard already designed. And so I want to, the opening sequence finds me in an airplane, climbing out of the airplane down a rope ladder. The airplane flies over the billboard. My body crashes through the billboard. <laughs> It's made out of balsa wood, so that's pretty mellow. It's yeah. more of a sight gag. Yeah. But then, like, still on the rope ladder, and the plane comes in all in the desert to a runway where a truck paces the plane, and we release me from the rope ladder. I drop into the truck, and then the truck delivers me to the theater. <laughs> <laughs> this this is like you played the game Mousetrap, and then was like, I'm going to do this with trucks and planes. That's, yeah, dude. That, that's oh, it's, it's on me. I'm so excited. But the you thing should is, cut the footage of Wiley coyote just being like fuck it, this guy's crazy <laughs> it's tough dude that, that we're having the most trouble with the opening sequence because like we're really gonna need like an FAA permit I think yeah. and like insurance yeah. insurance is just like you that, do, that you do it with a helicopter I could and, and they've told me that the helicopter is so fucking easy that like anything attached to the helicopter is just yeah. normal. we don't need any special insurance but I, I can't I can't fucking cave in. I can't give up because to me, a helicopter universally, like you conjure an image of a helicopter, the fucking thing is hovering. Yeah. You don't think of it. An airplane, you think of that fucking thing in order to be in the air, it has to be straight hauling ass forward. Like, you know, I can't, like a helicopter, you could probably get a helicopter to go. I would hate to be your insurance agent. Right. Every time your name pops up on the caller ID, he's like, fuck, (laughs) what is this going to be? I think, uh, I think it'd be the other way around. It's like, wow, this call won't be boring and it's, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like this one. Now, wait. So, vasectomy party. What other ones can you tell us that? I want to leave some of them for. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll leave the. But but I'm I'm so fucking excited because it's the General Anesthesia Olympics. So. So there's a bunch. So so yeah. So the thing is, we start off with 2.5 milligrams of uh, Etomidate, and um, 
And so like 2.5, like it won't knock me out, but it'll impair me. Yes. So how do I do with pole vaulting? <laughs> you know, because it's the Olympics. <laughs> yeah. So it's like pole vaulting at 2.5 milligrams. Hurdling? And then, <laughs> hurdling, I was thinking long jump. But yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, based on what you've told me on <laughs> Atomidate, it's going to be hurl deling. Yeah. <laughs> My yeah, God. yeah, you're right. Fuck the long jump. I'll go hurdle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah, that's... hurdle. So, so go pole vault. And then five milligrams uh, hurdles. <laughs> yeah. And then 10 milligrams bicycle. <laughs> By the and, way, long jump though is so funny. So you try to jump. Right. We, like, I mean, maybe we have one, one You got yeah. to. Just okay. the run and the build up to that yeah. is so <laughs> yeah, amazing. Because you're right. you're right. you'll, you'll, right. you'll, right. you'll slow down and your body will still be doing that. Chari right. Chariots of fire will be playing. <laughs> da, da, na, na, right. You don't have to put it in slow-mo. Yeah. No, it's still there. <laughs> right. still doing so, it. So, two, so yeah, so let's figure this out. 2.5 is pole vault. Yeah. Five milligrams is hurdles. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 10 milligrams is long, long jump. jump. Yeah. Um, did I say bicycle yet? No. Oh, 15 milligrams bicycle. Yeah. Any shock put in there? Nah, shock no. put is just promises too, too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, uh, and then bicycle, and then the, for the 20 milligrams, <laughs> rhythmic gymnastics. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Ribbon <laughs> dancing. Oh. <laughs> As long as you wear one of those singlets, we're we're good. But the, now the battle becomes, and and we had this conversation with the the, the person that can make it happen, and we mm -hmm. had the, and this person's completely comfortable with the whole the whole thing. You know, this is what they do, wow. and they're like, this is just too great. It's got to happen. You know, and uh, and and but what wasn't clear, what I heard, is that it's fast acting. It wears off super quick. So, okay, 2.5 millimeter, you know, and then whatever, I'm like, and I snap out of it, I'm back, you know? Mm -hmm. Even if it's, in, even if I'm induced, you know, even if they have to intubate me, then whatever, I'd like within five to 10 minutes of weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> That's now, the best part of the whole idea. Uh, have you, <laughs> weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> have you tried this at all in terms of just to see like how long you'll have? Like, have you been injected with? I think 25 I, milligrams or 50 uh, milligrams? I haven't. And then that's that, that's why I like doing the small dosages and then working our way up is the key. Oh, yeah. But what my girl was trying to tell me today, she says, she says, well, well what I heard is that we got to hurry up because we're just going to add another 2.5 milligrams to the dosages that you've just... And I'm like, no. She's, <laughs> I'm like, no. It wears off. We start from scratch. Yeah, we do yeah. 2.5, it wears off, and then we give me five. Yeah. And then it wears off, and then... We give me fucking yeah. seven point five. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, you just go over. Yeah, because right. she's like, well, no. The... My girl's thinking that that's why I'll die because because so much will will accumulate. I'm, I'm like, no. They fucking keep they they keep this shit coming so that so the the, the operation they do these open reduction surgeries. They're screwing shit together. Mm -hmm. Like they got to keep pumping yeah. pumping they that also, shit in there. I'm sure they've also disclosed with you like it will wear off after a certain amount of time right, right? Yeah. it's gonna be fine it's got to be like yeah. this is where this is where yeah. the loved ones are, yeah, are like this is where the loved ones are, are, are pushing back and and so we've got a where we've got one like we're going back back on the rounds of the the anesthesiologist conference calls that oh, we man. had initially to come back but but we're, we're getting pretty close it's like it's like negotiating a contract yeah. you know we're getting we're getting close to see has, to, to closing the deal <laughs> has your fiance ever said no to a stunt ever said like no you're not you're just not doing that like i'll leave you that's there, there's one yeah there's there's yeah. one but she, she can't say no but 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 mm -hmm. the one that that she really put up a fight on and i love this one so much like 
I, I'm on that fucking. And this is the the newest item on the list. Like okay. everything, everything else is like a pretty age old thing, which I'm yeah. finally getting to, which is why it's so like fucking just cool, you know? Because yeah. it's really the it's really this the it's really like all true and organic. This one's a new idea, like about one year ago. Um, I'm, I'm in Peru where I found the dog Wendy. Yeah, yeah Wendy, that, that which uh -huh. is an incredible video, by the way. Thank yeah. you. I, I watched it, and pe if people follow you on some social media, they might see you with the German Shepherd and go, "Oh, he he, he went to the pound and got a dog." Right? Not exactly. Yeah. Peruvian sort street of, dog. but not at all. Yeah. It, found it, her in the streets of Peru. She's a star. Yeah. And so I was, you know, up in the mountains with Wendy and Chuck Liddell and you know this cast, and I'm like checking out Chuck's ear and he's just cool and I'm like because you know the cauliflower ear yeah, yeah. you don't have Thick to be a ears. fight fanatic to know right. how the cauliflower ear works mm -hmm. you know and yeah, uh, blood in there so I say it it's it, it's more than that it's like just straight cartilage yeah. like your whole ear becomes it's, it, it, it's, it's yeah. yeah your whole ear it's so cool and I'm <laughs> like I'm like dude Chuck do you think you could give me cauliflower ear and he's like <laughs> He says, if anybody else asked me that, I'd say that's fucked up. For you, Steve, oh, yeah, I'll do that. <laughs> I'm like, yes. But I go, but doesn't it take like years? Isn't this like, doesn't it take fucking. Mm -hmm. He says, no, if I, if, if, I, if I pop you with the right shot, we can get it in one go. <laughs> oh, like, my God. I'm like, this is, I'm like, this is the fucking greatest shit ever. Yeah. Like, fuck yeah. So I call my girl. I'm like, babe, Chuck Liddell is going to give me cauliflower ear. Isn't that awesome? She's like, no. <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? That rules. She says, I don't think you heard me. Yeah. <laughs> she says, babe, I love you. I'm attracted to you. I don't want your ear to look fucked up. Now, and I'm like, just straight up, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> now, here's, here's in, your, in, in your defense, Steve-O, <laughs> if she's attracted to you with a giant tattoo of a 24-year-old Steve-O giving the double <laughs> thumbs up, and she's still fucking you after that thing, yeah. then I don't think the ear's going to stop her. Right. You'd be I, surprised, though. Have you fucked somebody with a fucked up ear? I mean... I'm not going to say that on... <laughs> All right, wrong two people to ask that. <laughs> we did it at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he thought I was me, man. It was first stunt. Oh, oh my yeah, god, we so shared. <laughs> we shared that, that pause, here. and you guys just something happened <laughs> yeah, in that yeah, moment. Wait, so okay, so uh, okay, so, okay, so so uh, next here's. I think this is one of the funniest premises for stand up that you know around this bit. And I love how like everything ties back to the relationship through the whole act. Mm -hmm. But like what my what my girl doesn't understand outside of just the sheer comedy of like getting cauliflower ear because you want it. Yeah. You know, that to me is just fucking genius. It's just so fucking genius. Like nobody wants it, you know, right. except for me. And I love that. But the thing is that, like, the premise that's really, I think, clever and fucking so funny, and I want the laugh to be significantly bigger when I say this, you know, on stage. But, I mean, it gets a laugh. It's just not the level of laugh I feel like it deserves. Mm. Is that what my girl doesn't understand when she's trying to push back on me getting cauliflower, what she doesn't get is that when a man, any man, sees another man with cauliflower ear, 
he respects that man. Yeah, you know, like because we like, know that that's that that, that man is not to be fucked with. That's yeah. like a concealed weapons permit, dude. right? It basically is because you know that that guy probably got that through wrestling, MMA, you know that some that sort guy, of combat, right? And you automatically fucking respect that guy, and that's yeah. all in the world that anybody wants is is love and respect. You yeah, know? and my my girl's damn well not getting in the way of me fucking <laughs> <laughs> getting your respect yeah. on. So right, so so uh, and dude, this idea is just so glorious too because like secretly I don't want it to work in one go because I want more UFC legends to pile up on one ear and then once it's looking really cool then I want Mike Tyson to chew on the other ear to catch it up <laughs> oh my god dude I mean I don't know like yeah you, just, you have to, but also you, you can't gotta reach for the stars yeah. man and you, <laughs> That's what they meant when they said that. That's the PSA. Yeah, Yeah, but you also, you do, and you have to try to top yourself and think outside the box like that. Otherwise, you'll condition your brain to think in a a box, right? Right, sure. So, so, but the thing is, like, it's got to be one fun session with Chuck. And, like, I'm trying to think... He, he's just good to go. He's ready at any time. And, and the only reason that I haven't pulled the trigger is because I want the creative to be really solid. You know, mm-hmm. like, how... Like, like how do we do it like he's he was like we're, we're sensitive to like the culture of uh of paranoia of whatever like you know concern about the concussions with the football players the oh, cte okay. yeah, yeah yeah so like nobody even for me and my audience like like just blatantly getting punched hit in the head to try to get cauliflower ear that's gonna like it's gonna take the funny out of it so we right. have to be careful about like just really setting out to grind the ear rather than like really hit the head yeah because yeah. so uh, we need to reinforce the ear with something put yeah. something behind the ear and then sort of hit it into that so so whatever like just the logistics of how to go after the ear i need to put something behind it and then i'm thinking okay all right whatever so we can provided something's behind it then we can hit it and then but how do we hit it like just chuck like hitting it grinding his head on it like eh, you know it's almost too macho you know like it needs to be silly for it to be really funny so i think like where i landed today on it is how about an amusement park theme where we've got like Chuck, the big old Chuck Liddell, like in a little bumper car, you know, and he drives a bumper <laughs> car into something that like sticks out and like you know it h- hits it, or like him on a, on a fucking uh, like a big plastic big wheel like riding over my can ear he, somehow. Can he hit the mallet yeah, onto the totally thing? Strongman mallet. That yeah. fucking put that on the list this morning. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, he can't. I should have been a jackass guy. Sick, <laughs> but, yeah, but the yeah, thing yeah. is that he can't. He can't hit the hammer on my ear where it's got. I have to no. be at the top. I have to be at the top of the bell so my ear is the bell right so he hits oh, it oh god so, so he hits it like and it goes bump and yeah. that that that's ringing the bell is it hits my ear yeah which which is borrowing from jackass what we did with with uh the what? dildo and the band butt and jackass number two <laughs> but i think that's a, it's an appropriate nod but yeah i'm happy with that it's an homage yeah and then with the, my the dildo fav- in the butt my, yeah. my favorite one is a uh, whack-a-mole where you have all the moles oh, popping up geez. but then my ear, <laughs> my ear i mean that's a hilarious yeah. that's pretty good <laughs> yeah so so like it's just a matter of pulling that together and, and uh, and, and and that's that's amazing that you're doing the grinding thing because I wrestled in high school and yeah guys wouldn't get it from blunt trauma they would right. get it from being dragged over the mat right. and grinded into the mat and sweat and all that and all that combining right and when I met um, John Jones yeah um, 
And it's it's so funny because like two guys that just don't like each other, Chuck Liddell and John Jones, and they're oh, the really? only two guys I've actually talked to about this idea. <laughs> oh, they're man. both down. Wow. You know, and uh, and um, I was saying uh, to John Jones, I was like, man, I think that's testimony to how good you really are. Is that I don't see that you have cauliflower ear, and he said wrong on two counts. He says. I totally fucking have it, and you don't get it by kicking, by getting your ass kicked. You get it by motherfucking kicking ass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that's how you get it by dominating motherfuckers. Is how you get it. It's what yeah. he said. Yeah, and uh, he's he's totally down. But but again, like it, I just want to be careful that it's not too macho. Like it's just it would just be kind of like dark and and uh, what do you call it wanton, <laughs> you know, like wanton fucking self harm. And it's got to be cute and funny. Right. Wow, it's. Uh, Man, I can't. I've never been more excited to yeah. see. <laughs> it's, it's so fun everything. that I have the one in the can, and, the, and this one's just coming together. And in, in fuck fashion. yeah, dude! It, 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 yeah. It, and it's ridiculous. And I want people to know that we, when they see, <laughs> when they see your name, if, if they haven't seen the show already, when people see your name on an improv or a funny bone <laughs> or whatever, they think, "Why yeah. would I want to go watch the jackass guy do stand up?" First of all, you've been you you've been putting in your time, and secondly, you've created a show. This is an experience. Oh, yeah. this, is, this, this is not. It's not a money grab. No, it's not. Uh, no, this is not you touring the country and then and ripping then I people started off with every intention of just becoming a stand-up. Yeah, and not that. Uh, it went badly. Like I mean, I did. I did fantastically well. I, like I continue to go around the same loop that we all go around. Yep. You know, like I'm going back to places for like the fifth and sixth time. Yep. Because, Are your audiences growing? Ah, I mean, it depends. Like it just depends. Still certain markets, like, right? During yeah. the winter, you kill. During yeah. the summer, yeah, 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 you, yeah. Don't, you don't fully sell out. You know, yeah, everyone's out doing their thing. But uh, 2000, this year, I took, I just took off. You know, like mm. I, I've been filming these bits and I've been doing uh, local spots at the comedy store, the Improv, the Laugh yeah. Factory, just like just putting together the little chunks. So I, I put in the work, and I got like when I go out on this tour, it's at Irvine, and yeah. I just switched agents too. So now uh, I, I'm with CAA. And uh, my, Irvine was my last gig with the old agent, and and uh, my, my, I'd start doing a whole string of funny bones and shit. Well, fuck yeah! Dude. I'll tell you, man. There, there. Whenever I go to a club, I always ask the managers. I say, hey, who are your favorite comics? Who are your least favorite comics? I won't say the name of the least favorites because they the same five guys always pop up. But you frequently pop up on the favorites because you're so nice to the staff. You're great to your fans. You take photos with everybody. You have your whole merch like thing like set up like a fucking pro. And yeah, you have good reports all over the country. No one says, "Oh god, Steve-O came to town. He was di-. like I no one says that." I that, man. I care yeah. about that too. Yeah. I really care about it matters. that. matters. How many comics show up with like an entourage of people that are just a fucking nightmare to deal with? Yeah. And I and I only ever have one dude that just makes every job everybody's job so easy. There you go. Yeah. And and man, I'm I I've seen your current special that you're shopping around, and I'm already excited for this next one. This is unbelievable. Oh, dude, I'm, I am amped. Oh, is, I am do you have any ideas, uh, ideas where you shoot it yet or no? Oh, God, no. Yeah. God, yeah, no. yeah. I, like, uh, so putting it all You got to see if you can do the long jump first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what? I, I haven't even done yeah, maybe, the long Yeah, maybe you s- can't move from there. Maybe, yeah. you, maybe you shoot it in the pile of sand <laughs> that your face is stuck. What is a Steve-O wedding going to look like? Oh, has, I'm so glad you asked. Has she banned stunts from the wedding? <laughs> no, no. Are you jumping into into your cake? We don't We don't. Is Brad jumping a, out of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't have a, a date. 
Okay. Because we don't give nearly as much of a fuck about when we get married as we do about where we get married. Okay. And um, and, and 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 so much great stand-up material comes from the bucket list item of the the vasectomy party. <laughs> you know, stemming from the fact that for both of us, it's non-negotiable. Yeah. Like no fucking kids. Yeah. She doesn't want kids. I don't want kids. I always wanted to do the vasectomy thing, and um. So, uh, dude, there's so much funny shit about that, but, um, <laughs> but because we don't want to have kids, like we're not going to have a family. What we want is to buy land mm-hmm. and open up, uh, initially just a private ranch for, mm-hmm. for all rescue animals, farm animals. And ultimately, uh, tell me about this. have it become yeah. a, a nonprofit, a 501c3 nonprofit, uh, animal sanctuary. Hey, that's what Stern did. Stern and his wife have one of those. Cool, man. Yeah, just this whole big ranch that all it's, these, it's, all these it's animals. It's a rad idea, man. And um, I mean, this idea is so fucking deep. It's so invested. Like, mm. I, I have a nephew who both has autism and Down syndrome. And in both cases, autism and Down syndrome, he's got it, like, severely, like, high on the spectrum Fuck. to where, like, he um, next month turns 11 years old, still nonverbal, doesn't yeah. say a fucking word, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and like he tends to break shit a lot, you know, mm-hmm. like he's just like really requires supervision, like around the clock. Yeah, and, you, like, you've posted stuff with him on your social media. Right. And, yeah. he, he's grown to a size now that it's not possible for uh to find a daycare that will take him because when he goes around breaking shit, like he can break shit pretty good now. <laughs> yeah. You know? And so, you also probably break kids. <laughs> right. So my, so my, my sister's in a position where she can only really work from home, which she does, but her, like, like the nature of her job is, is a little bit tenacious and, and who's going to know, who knows how long she's going to be able to have it. And on top of that, and mm. so now it's like, okay, fuck. Like, I don't even want to have kids in the fucking first place, let alone, like, Dylan. You yeah. Know, um, Dylan's a lot, you she know? Said, wait, like, so she said if anything happens... If anything happens to her, yeah. I become the legal guardian. Wow. She had both of her kids by artificial insemination, so there never was a father in the first place. So if anything happens to my sister, she's a single mom by choice, there's nobody in the picture that that, that right. responsibility can fall on except for me yeah so i said to her i said well there's no one else that that makes sense you know for and 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 then like like 20 milligrams of atomidate didn't wouldn't hit me as fast (laughs) as the panic the fucking (laughs) rushed in like fuck you know and so then i'm trying to think like i I don't want to i can't deal with this i'm Mm. not cut out for it it's not that i'm a bad person i can't do it hey but good but but good for you for realizing that because there's so many people that I think in their hearts know they were, they're going to be a bad parent, but they go, ah, but it's, but it's what I'm supposed to do. I think I'd be a reasonably good parent, but I mean, I don't know. I I don't know. I just don't even want to test it. Like it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. And definitely I can't take care of Dylan. So, so the only thing, the only recourse that I had was to start researching life insurance. And I'm thinking, all right, like life insurance, if if I pay for the policy and then anything happens to my sister, then the insurance policy pays out. And the mechanism kicks in where he goes into like a home, yeah. and uh, you know it's all paid for. Mm-hmm. And so like it, I t- I've taken the responsibility to, to ensure that he's cared for, but I don't have to actually fucking do anything except pay for the insurance. Right. So I told this to my sister like uh, I don't know about about a year ago, and um, she's she starts crying. I say mm-hmm. I, she starts crying. She says, "Don't put him in a home." 
And so then when I start thinking about the animal sanctuary, here my sister has this like Herculean fucking like yeah. task of ca- yeah. caring for like single mom, two kids, fucking this. It's, it's, it's some yeah. Hercules shit, you yeah. know? It's some Hercules shit. And uh, if, if if I get this, the, like I should say, when we get this land mm-hmm. and when we're running this ranch and we have like a volunteer staff of people to care for the animals, like it just makes sense that that the that this volunteer staff slash paid staff, you know, yeah. can help my sister if my sister were to move in and take an administrative role, she's like totally administrative. Nice. I'm creative. She's administrative. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like if she were to run the animal sanctuary, she'd have meaningful income. You know, like if if it's working and and you know in success, this mm-hmm. this nonprofit organization, she could be the the administrator of it. That solves any career problems she has. The burden of caring for Dylan is taken care of because we've got a village of people to help her, so she can actually fucking breathe. The the lo- the load on her shoulders is is lightened. She yeah. can actually have a fucking life. And then like in success, I use my platform and like we've got like fucking it's the radical ranch. It's not just an animal sanctuary. It's the radical ranch. We've got like fucking go-karts we've got like all this oh, fucking shit. crazy fun shit mm-hmm. so it's like a destination for people to come and all of the people coming to visit like it, it oils the machine it, it grows it sure. becomes bigger and what what starts out as like a bed and breakfast sort of airbnb you know for people visiting to stay it turns into uh, a legitimate home for people with special needs it grows into an animal sanctuary as well as a home for people with special needs just like my nephew dylan so it it, be, it becomes the insurance policy. If anything happens to my sister, we've got this self-sufficient fucking, right. like you know, it's this fucking this place that yeah. lives where he can live and he's taken care of, and you don't need insurance, and and uh, and it's it becomes a legacy that makes all of my fucking idiotic, reckless fuckery <laughs> like at the end of the day, it was worthwhile, you know, and that's wow. my legacy. And so that's what I want. I want to have a rad legacy. I want to, yeah. instead of having a family, I want to have this. And I well, want to, like, sort of retroactively make everything that I did worthwhile. And I want my sister to have uh, a job that's reliable. And I want my nephew to have a, a, a home. It's just one-stop shopping. And that's, I'm fucking I mean, stoked. That, that, that's going to be your legacy. But also your legacy is going to be that you've entertained millions well, of people. I appreciate you that. You've brought man. smiles to it. the faces yeah. of millions of people through your scrotum. That's right. And, yeah, and, but and through I'm, your heart, to your scrotum, dude. And my legacy is that I fell out of a fucking airplane as a load fell out of my dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, dude. So, 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 so the idea is that the, the comedy special that you guys watched, which is called Gnarly, which mm. I'm trying to sell right now, um, I'm super confident that it'll sell. Oh, yeah. Who knows oh, where yeah. it'll go? But... Uh, <clears throat> Do you do it on purpose? Net- Hulu net- knows net- where to go. Netflix <laughs> Netflix makes all kinds of sense. Yeah. And what a treat to be seeing uh, dicks show up everywhere. Like, you know, yeah. tight shots of dicks. Yeah, I mean, like the yeah. the movie that we're both in, the Adam Divine Yeah, movie. Game Over, man. Fuck yeah. Tons dude. of dicks. And, and, and all kinds of fucking tight... <laughs> extended shots yeah. of dicks. Yeah. yeah. And not as They've proven and they can do that and right. be successful. Yeah. Right. And and Hulu's very dick friendly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I love that that's your first time when you when, when, when you sit down for a meeting, you go, first of all, are you dick friendly? Are you guys cool with my dick? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, right. dick friendly is a good name for a special. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. At this point. Or, or a Chili's franchise restaurant spinoff. At, at, yeah. at this point, like like going, I should say when I, my first 20 minutes that I put together for the bucket list tour, 
like an equally viable title was a little cum heavy. <laughs> oh, <Because my. laughs> a little cum heavy. Uh, yeah. Because everything was about cum. Well, you're, uh, <laughs> the, 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 first of all, your journey has been amazing. Well, you're the, the, you're never too fun heavy. Your, your, <laughs> uh, congratulations on your sobriety. 10 years? Over 10 years now. Over 10 years. Dude, that's yeah. unbelievable. That's yeah, awesome. And you you really turn this like you one door closed in terms of the jackass right. stuff, and then you managed to keep it going. And Bonkers, uh, dude. I'm, I'm so proud stuff, of man. you. I'm proud of Wee Man for getting the Chronic Tacos going, yeah. and he's getting Knoxville with his movie career. Like you guys really turned it around. You ke you, you kept it going, and you're you're doing exactly what you want to do, and in the process, right, entertaining a fuck ton of people, which well, is yeah. and so expanding great to see. and evolving, like you were talking about, like just it's crazy. You know, that's what this like, business is. You want to keep trying to i thought one thing was over and i was starting a new thing yeah and then it just turned out that nothing ever ended and it all just like yeah. merged into one like yeah. you know so all of my worlds have come together yeah and, uh and okay. then i did i did put in the time to make it you know to make it all count so it's sort of triple threat shit i think the next stunt and this could be in the third special is having a baby <laughs> and, and then having brad fight it yeah <laughs> when it's brad size that, that's, and that's the true <laughs> you, you, you come take on my nephew <laughs> All right, I'm, well, I I gotta well, go. Brad's gotta go train. Yeah. Cut, cut the ribbon at the radical ranch. Yeah. But yeah, no, no kids for me, man. I'm, I'm gonna fucking... go do some push-ups. Yeah, and, and thank you guys, man. Dude, we're, thanks we're... for doing this again. It's all, course, I mean, dude, dude I it's it. like I do, so congrats, fun, man. Congrats, Sandra Bullock, Jim Jeffries, yeah, like cool, man. Who, who, who else have been uh, heavy hitters? Uh, uh, Bill Burr, Steve-O. Steve-O. <laughs> yeah, we had, Burr's yeah, good. dude. Yeah, you're right there with it, man. I don't know if you know this, but this guy Steve-O came out of an airplane while skydiving. Yeah, was that was a big thing. Yeah, I love. Burr has not come out of any sort of how, moving how many, aircraft. I got, well, a lot do, of I got a lot of funny bones coming up. I, I'll put uh, all of that in the intro in the beginning. Of the right, episode. even though they, they, they didn't go on sale yet, I don't think. Okay. But whatever. This isn't going to go up till Monday either, so you all can right. send me stuff and, and cool. put that in. Ah, fuck it. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> go, go see, see Steve-O. Steve <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> show. That's the show. subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast, give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, 
Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.